Cool. Sounds good. All right. Welcome to another episode of Trust Sports. The boys are back in the building. We took a week off. We're back. Uh, myself, Malik Howard in the building. Got my boy with me, Liam Stokes. What's good, my guy? Malik, what's up? What's up, man? Glad we're glad we're back. It feels like we've been gone for months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was away at a, at a conference, um, and Liam was, was bullshitting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't work. I just let Malik bring home the money. Not but, yo, we missed a fucking hell of a week, of, a hell of a time in sports, of unique sports, I would say. Yeah. Uh, being that week away, we're just like, this has to be the worst week possible for us. But we wanted to start off. This is hilarious. We wanted to start off with college ball. We were going to talk about the men's championship. Do you give a fuck? I can tell you right now, uh, I have a hot take that in any given year, not just this year because of, like, who was in the final. Of course, the, the winner um, was UConn versus San Diego State, and it was UConn who won it. Um, but I don't think that it's not because of those two teams who are in it. I truly think that once it gets past the Sweet 16, no one gives a fuck anymore. There's really any upsets. It's just it's ball balls. It's in and out. It's like your team's going to be what it's going to be, and you kind of can predict like the outcomes. It was a little bit wild. But I think from the Sweet 16, everyone loses interest. Brackets are broken. No one cares about brackets. So yeah. this is my hot take on it. When, I, yeah, no, I mean, I, I think I'm with you to an extent. And this is why when we brought up the argument a few weeks ago of, like, did this Final Four hurt or help college ball? But, yeah. again, everyone wants the upsets. Everyone wants the underdog teams. But then once you get here, you're kind of sitting at it like, like who the fuck from New Jersey wants to watch San Diego State play in the national championship? Yeah. Yeah. I can guarantee you a lot more people would want to watch the Dukes of the world or the Villanovas or the North yeah. Carolina. So um, I think your boy Will Compton might have even said it. But it was something I was thinking about, too. This has to be the only, like, tournament in sports that gets more boring as you go along. Right. That, that interest as you go along. I mean, now right. think about it. As you just said, like, we, you can go to work and talk to someone who doesn't watch a single game of college basketball. And that first mm-hmm. weekend when all the games are going on, when their brackets are filled out, they're going to watch the games. They're going to be in it. But you're right. Once you get to a certain extent, those casual fans kind of break off a little bit. Another yeah. thing that's kind of been like bullshit and maybe like an old man take. Why the fuck are we having the national championship game on a Monday night at fucking nine o'clock? Yeah, like nobody's yeah. going to watch that game full through on the East coast. At all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think I completely agree with you. I think that this tournament definitely loses some steam. And again, it's cool to see some upsets in the first round, but I really do think that the casual fans get brought in and the diehard college ball fans are, are more bought in when you have these blue bloods and these bigger programs that are battling it out in the elite eight and the final four versus yeah. FAU and San Diego state. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I actually am like, I this dope, uh, higher education person I know in higher ed, he's from San Diego works at San Diego state. Like he had a huge week. So I've seen him post. So it was, I'm like, I got to see firsthand, like what the college campus was like, cause he works there. Of like what San Diego was like, like, like I liked during that time. But again, it's just I, I can give two fucks after at that point. And what's the turnover from uh you know final four to the championship game? Like, what does that turnover look like? Like how quick is the next game? So I believe the final four is played what, Saturday? And then that next month the Monday after, I believe, is that national championship game. So they have Saturday, they have a whole yeah, week. We had we had the Saturday night be the San Diego State buzzer beater. And then yeah. the UConn, I mean, UConn fucking throttled every team they played in this tournament. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that happened Saturday night. 
off Sunday, Monday championship. Yeah, so then that's ridiculous. So then just if I'd rather you fucking just give them the whole week and go right up until Friday night, like have like a yeah. or or Friday night or Saturday night, Sunday night, whatever, make it a main event that everyone like, okay, they're after work, they're bars, they're going in the bars or like that, like give them that week off. Like it's same thing. Like, I mean, football, you have a little bit easier football. They give them a week. I feel like even in between them, they have a that, hell. Yeah. They have a longer break than yeah. that. So NFL, I think you they, get a break. you'll get the break from the elite eight and then you'll get that week to the final four. So you'll have elite yeah. eight break from Monday to Friday, Saturday's your yeah. final four. But I mean, there's your there, Sunday. There's your game. Sunday, three yeah. o'clock, Sunday, four o'clock. Like the, the spot that the NFL dominates 80% of the years that Sunday, like everyone, like America's game of the week, there's your championship game. Again, why are we waiting until Monday night? Yeah. When realistically, like what are, what are casual fans going to turn that on for here on the East coast? Yeah. First 10 minutes, maybe. Yeah. That's a fact. So, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it is what it is. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. No, I, I didn't give a fuck. I know Vaughn was pissed off. He could care less. <laughs> um, do you want to give your trust of the week or you want me to go first? Um, I'll go first, man. I got, I know I told you I got a little funny story. So my trust yeah, of the yeah, week, uh, evil genius brewery here in Fishtown, uh, Philly. That's where I'm at. Uh, this brewery, this is one, I know we had our friend Dave Wallace on the show. Shout out Dave during the Super Bowl hype. Um, we're in a cornhole league all together. That's like the whitest thing that I do is the cornhole league at a brewery. Um, but great brewery, great beers, great people that work there. So they ran this deal that they have $5 per a case of beer. Now they sell six packs of the beer that they brew there and it ranges anywhere from, I don't know, 10 to 12 bucks. So $5, you're getting about a half off, um, buy a couple. It's like a two for one deal, if you will. So they've ran these before, right? Like during the holiday season, I think they had like a black Friday right before Christmas. And they ran this one a couple of weeks ago. So I went on the site as they were launching this deal. And I said, you know what? I'm going to pick up two packs, two, six packs, five bucks a piece, 10 bucks. What's it? You know, it's nothing in relation. So I'll go walk. It's about a 15, 20 minute walk. I'll grab it. So Leek, I get there and I walk in, you walk to the back to go pick up your beer. And I see this dude in front of me have a hand truck, five foot hand truck loaded up with beer. And when I say cases of beer, I mean like a rectangle, box that holds four individual six packs. My dude's got like five or six of them up. So I was like, Hey man, more power to you. Like you're taking advantage of this deal. That's sick. So I walk up, show him my receipt. Guy goes to me. Yeah. Do you want a hand truck too? And I'm like, yo, I've been, I've been in the gym. Like I can't carry two six packs of beers. Like, come on now. But he hands me two of those big boxes. So this deal wasn't for $5, six packs. It was for $5, 24 packs, if you will. Holy so I got shit. 48 beers. Yeah, yeah. For 10 for bucks. 10 bucks. Holy shit. Now, mind you, my girl and I have our puppy. We're watching her parents' dog. We took them on a fifth, on the 15-minute walk to go grab it. So now I'm walking out with 48 beers. <laughs> and I'm looking at her, and I'm like, well, we're going to have ourselves a damn walk home. Yeah. That, was, that was one of my workouts for the day. But shout out Evil Genius. Crazy deal. But I just... Yeah. I couldn't believe it. So, look, if anyone wants to come over, crack a few beers, I got enough to last the entire fucking summer at this point. Um, you should have went back. Huh? You should have doubled back. Bro, I almost, like, went in and bought more for five bucks. I want to double back. I'm like, you know what? For 50, I'm walking out of here. Yeah. 
Like, those beers, man, I'm telling you, like a six pack is like 12 bucks. Yo, what the hell are they giving them getting rid of? Is it like new season? Like the new seasons? Yeah. 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 It was like select beers. And what they do is like on 9 a.m. on Friday or whenever it was, you had to go on the site. So I went on, did my thing, texted our friends, yo, you know, here's the deal. Don't forget to do it. It was like 9.05. By the time they went on, it was all sold out anyway. Oh, so you got to be quick with the jump on. Yeah. Oh, shit. But I didn't know I was buying that many beers. So like I said, if anybody wants to come, I'll be giving them out as Christmas gifts. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's fire. So really, it's trust in the hookup, like the unexpected hookup. Trust in the unexpected hookup. Yeah, that's and fire. And the long workout walk home. <laughs> I'm running a Tough mutter at the end of May, so it's good practice for me. Oh, word, word. That's up. I always want to do one of those. Um. I like that. I give that, honestly, because of the hookup, I'm going to give that like a 9.6. Based on like how the market is, is rare right now, how crazy everything has been on the rise, that's a hookup in today's time. Like that's That makes your, your month. You know what I mean? That makes going into baseball season great. I give that like a 9.4, I'll say. 9.4. Look, man, who needs this this Philly contaminated water when you got beer on that, right? <laughs> yeah, facts. Facts. Um, Staying within Philly, South Jersey area, my trust of the week is going to an establishment that we all know so well. Um, I wonder if you could take a guess at it before I go. I'm, I'm just going to – it's a staple in many communities. Okay. Started off not as a gas station, but it is a gas station now. Trust yeah. of the week goes to Wawa. If okay. you're not from around the area, if you don't know what Wawa is, Wawa is your go-to. It saves the day. If it's late night, you either may have been out. Nothing's open no more. You could be, you know, plans right now. There's nothing to cook. Wawa is your go-to. A lot of people, when I was in Salisbury, Maryland for grad school, they try to compare it to like Royal Farms. No, no, no. 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 There's, there's no comparison to Wawa. People don't understand. Wawa started off as just a store, like a convenience store that had great food. It's now yeah. branched to, to recently to, to gas. Um, it's a staple in your beach day. You got to stop. You, 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 in my eyes, you never do it before you get to the beach. You got to get to the beach, stop at Wawa. You're getting all things, right? Shout out to Wawa for the free uh, free water. Yep. The ice is cheap as fuck. And you're, you're getting all your meals there, right? The chips, the, the everything you need is in one shot. And you fill up the cooler, you're good to go. It's kind of like a camaraderie thing that you guys all know. You know, you get there early in the morning, you're about to have a day at the beach. Like, this is a, this is Jersey Beach. Like, you got to hit this and, and go. Um, and it's also saved people the drunk. drunk the drunk right. nights, the people who drink, um, it saves you. And Great quality, anything you can think of. Like I hear, I see some people ordering some crazy shit. I'm always good to go to bread, chicken, or quesadillas. Like, and I'm in and out. And <laughs> you're, you're not waiting long. Like I, I waited long once, only in, and that was in Maryland. You could tell they didn't know how to really run a Wawa. South Jersey, your your wait should be no more than max five minutes. And it's because you're walking around the store, you order it before you go to the checkout, and you're good to go. So that's my trust of the week, the Wawa. Got it. Gotta love it, bro. I funny story. I went on last year. Went to Miami for a bachelor party. Is my girlfriend's now brother-in-law, and he's from the West Coast area. Now he knows Wawa from coming in and visiting with her. Loves it. Every time they come in, it's the first thing that they have to have. But I'm on this bachelor party with ninety-five percent of it all being West Coast guys. So we passed a Wawa down in Florida. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, oh, like, what's Wawa? What's Wawa? And I almost, like, didn't blink because I thought they were, like, joking. And before I can even say anything, this guy that grew up in San Francisco that, again, uh -huh. has come in, he's like, oh, my God, 
it's like Seven Eleven on steroids. Like it doesn't even do that. Doesn't even yeah. do it justice. No. Like it's it's a convenience store that actually has good sandwiches and food that you can order, and they were blown away. I always say I don't know how I would live without Wawa. Yeah. Um, so I got to get ten out of ten. Always. Yeah. Wawa. It's it's the best. Always. And, and the Wawa like, and I like that they brand it the hoagie. It's not a sub. It's I don't know what other people call it. It's a hoagie, bro. It's it's yeah. it's a hoagie down here around here, man. And, the, so, and all those the, all those sheets, people. Wawa's better. Yeah, Wawa's Wawa's so much better, bro. You can't, you can't compete. I thought, and also, last thing on all tokens, they fire on all centers for the breakfast and then the lunch. Yeah, the Sizzlies. Yeah, the Sizzlies smack when they go. Yeah. They go. It used to be two for three. Now it's I, like two for three thirty-three. Like I, I understand yeah. the, the inflation and shit, but yo, it, it, it smacks, bro. It's, a, it's an easy, easy pick me up. Um. All right, so then do we want to move into the talk of, of all talks that's been going on for like the last week and a half of Angela Reese? That's how you pronounce her name, right? Uh, Angel, Angel Reese. Oh, Angel Reese, I'm sorry. Angel Reese. We got to take this one slow. It's a yeah. lot It's a lot of buildup that goes behind this. Um, so it's a lot to unpack. Um, I want to hear what you your perspective is first. We have uh, the championship game. We have the buildup before the game. We have comments made by Dave Portnoy. We have her in the news. Let's. I, I just want to see where you want to start off. Go ahead. Um, let's start off with. Do. Have we all played sports at some level before? Yeah. Have we all rooted for a team before? Are we forgetting that the cockiness, the confidence, the rooting for, the heartbreak are all kind of a part of sports? Like, are we are we forgetting that? Yeah. Um, Angel Reese was one of the best players on the court every game this season. I think we were texting with Vaughn. She led maybe broken NCAA record for most double-doubles. Like, she did her fucking thing. She was the best player on the best team in the nation this year. And she just won the national championship. Why in the hell are we even talking? Again, I, I know we'll get to on why we're talking about yeah. it. But are we forgetting, like, like, we're not all celebrating that? Like, that's yep. what she's doing. She was the best player on the best team in the nation, and she's celebrating her win. The only thing I'll say that was a little weird about it, which somebody brought up, I guess a lot of people did at this point, was her kind of following around Caitlin Clark. Now, that's a little weird only because, like, if Caitlin Clark said something directly to her or about LSU or about whatever, her character, whatever, by all means, rub that shit in. You know my petty ass. I'd be doing the same damn thing. Yeah. But she kind of like, fought, fought, like sought her out, followed her around, did that. That's a little weird. I get it. But again, it's the emotion of the game. It's everything you put into that season from the very beginning of training camp all the way to the very end when you guys were – all you heard was Caitlin Clark and Iowa, Caitlin Clark and Iowa all season long, right? So you, you beat the team that had those people talking, like, talk yeah. your shit. You deserved it. Um, but you don't get so, – so what you – like you bring up a great point. All that it takes to get to that point, right? But what we have to go back is go back some years, right? Uh, Angel was at Maryland exactly. versus Caitlin. Yeah. This probably goes back in before AAU times. Like, there's lots of players that have played each other since AAU ages of, like, traveling around the country playing against each other. I'm sure they've known each other this whole way through if they're top – if they both played AAU maybe. They were talking trash with each other when, when – um, when Angel was at Maryland, she was at Maryland. You, there's videos of them talking trash back and yeah, forth. Yeah. So it's like she's made it now. Now I'm on a – I transferred on a new team, led my team. This is my team, the yeah. better team, to a yeah. national championship. We won and fucking beat you. I have no problem with fun, 
because in football, I I followed you around. Like if if at the end of the game, it was like I was like, bro, I fucking told you, bro. Like I, this is this is our shit, bro. Like, I'm talking shit to you back and forth. You have to take it. You couldn't yeah, beat exactly. us. No, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. You couldn't beat us. Sorry, it, it is what it is. Come come to the dark side if you like. For for quote unquote, come to the dark side. Like if if you want to, like come be with us, Caitlin. Uh, you're. I would say. Who has a better career the next level? It's, it's going to be hard to tell, but let's not. Act, we, we understand Caitlin is when I, when I think of a ball player, she's changed the day and age for the women's oh, yeah. sports. She's changed women's sports. She's the Steph Curry of women's sports. She's pulling up from outside range, like she's balling out. She balls out. But Caitlin talks shit. You're we're treating people are treating this like Caitlin did say that Caitlin's respectful and. Oh, it's, it's just a ball player. She's about the P's and Q's. She's about, you know, laying it up. You know, she doesn't dunk if she can. She's yeah, yeah. You know, she, this bitch is pulling up from the parking lot, waving yeah. it the fan. Like, she's talking shit, too. Yeah. So the, the comments that were made is what goes into now. It's it's hilarious when you see Iowa being predominantly white state. It is a white state, white school, oh, yeah. white basketball team, LSU. When you just look at the difference in, in, the, in the organizations, you still see that sports still create a divide. I think in all sports, you still see races, race, like, you know, pride in all these sports that you go in. And I, I think you see it more when you, when you think of boxing. Like, boxing, you see that more than anything. You see country versus country, no matter who it is. You see white versus black. Mm-hmm. You see these divides happen. Like, when Deontay Wilder versus uh, the Fury was going on, it was white versus black. Like, these things happen in sports. And it still shows you that this shit still exists and it's still prominent. Now we get to the comments of uh, she's a piece of shit player yeah. for doing such things. That's where it's like they point out you fucked up by, by making those comments uh, yeah. of what you said. Um, I don't have his exact comment. I forget what exactly it was, the tweet. I think, and the word classless kept being thrown around too. Yeah. And it's just like, again, this is where I asked the question of like, do you forget, like, do we really forget? Do we really forget like what sports brings out of us? Like it brings the like the best, yeah. it brings the most competitiveness out of us. Like Dave, if you fucking first of all, he probably bet on Iowa, which I think he came out and said. So like if he bet on LSU, he wouldn't have been butthurt about it. He probably would have loved it. Not a Dave Portnoy guy. Um, but again, it's just like you're right. The rate the race factor had to be brought out because I watched a dude at the same university a few years ago do the same ring motion in a national championship game, and he has now been dubbed Joe Cool, Joe Burrow. Like, nobody said anything about it. He looked at the sideline, he put it to his damn hand when they were up and the game was well in doubt. Yeah. He knew he was a national championship, and all I heard about was how cool the dude was, and he is. Yeah. Yeah. So is Angel Reese. So let's give her yeah. her flowers instead of calling her a classless piece of shit, which, again – for some of those people that were saying it, because like you said, I feel like on Twitter now, you know, you have the people you follow and the people that's like the for you. So if yeah. I follow like anything Barstool, I see Dave Portnoy come up. So like it literally was an even divide of like random white reporters, Dave Portnoy and them calling her classless. And then it was like the black side of it. I saw RG3 say something. Uh, Shannon Sharp came out and said something yeah. like Gilly and them. It was an almost an even divide. To where based on race, based on race, yeah. <laughs> but I'm a day point of God. Like the reason I, I really, really got into media and wanted to go for it was everything Barstool. Like 
it's crazy how much I've shifted to like I watch old Barstool videos to this day. Mm-hmm. Like I love everything Barstool, but growing up, like when I was at Rowan and I was in grad school and I would inspect rooms, if I saw a Saturday for the boys, mm-hmm. I normally saw Trump as well in the room, a flag, right? Like I yeah. normally saw that. It, to me, I was like, oh, it's hand in hand. Like everyone likes Barstool is a fucking racist cuck or they like Trump. Like that's <laughs> yeah. what it was for me, right? Like, but that was the perception I, again with, that media was was putting out there. I don't see it that way, right? But when I looked at those comments and I'm just like, yo, this is such bullshit, bro. Like people are like, also they were making a debate like, whatever, Kaylin did that not in the championship game. She ended players' careers. Like, there's gonna be basketball players that she ended doing this to that would never shoot up ever again. It like it was it wasn't just a regular season game, like it was still the playoffs. It was the final four when she did yeah, that. Yeah. So, someone else went home as well with no yeah. championship without playing basketball ever again. It doesn't to me. That's when you do it the most in that. And when you're at that status of a game, like you talk your shit. It's like everyone, you know, you have Aaron Donald in the Super Bowl ring me, calling for the ring, ring me. Like I put the work in to win this shit. When you go for it, she's following her. At the end of the game, I've seen that shit from many athletes. Like I've seen Kobe do that shit, going at the players. I'm gonna follow you around the fucking court and show you. I will these are the moments where I wish Kobe was around, LeBron and them would speak up. Like these guys are like, fuck that. I go after these players. If I win, I'm not humble in these moments. I'll be humble when we shake your hand. But right now, it's in. I am the heat of take your. We're, we're shooting our foul shots. We're like that. The game's over. I'm looking at the crowd. Yeah. All praise to us. After the game, we shake hands. Yo, hell of a player. All about respect for you. Which I'm yeah. sure they did. I saw LSU players like being filmed before the game of like, yo, who do you like? They're like, my favorite player is Kalen. Like on the LSU team, and they saw her like, holy shit, that's Kalen. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. All respect to her. Yo. Lions Den's a Lions Den, bro. I'm sorry. No, yeah, and I and like I said, I'm not saying that following her was like completely wrong. Yeah. I'm just saying, if anything at all about this, could I see the other side of it? It's that. But you're right, bro. Like again, this is people. I don't want to speak for everyone, but I feel like a majority of it. This is people seeing one thing. Yeah, but you're right. And guess what? Like I said, if all those people that bitched about it. Bet on LSU or went to LSU and was rooting for them, not a fucking word. Not a fucking word. They probably would have loved every single second of it, but also, they were on the other side. Also who believe in the – and that's why, like, there's a state that's actually getting rid of this, participation awards. These are people who love the participation. Give yeah, them exactly. Joe Biden. Like, they, these are those people. Yeah, yeah. Let's invite, let's invite the loser who lost the game by 20 – to the White House as well. Yeah, that's that. Okay, that moving to the next thing of, of yeah. Joe Biden. So <laughs> apparently, believable. Joe Biden was trying to invite, was trying to go to the locker room before the game at both of their locker rooms. I was in LSU. LSU wouldn't let her in because they're like, you and your, you and your husband both they didn't pick us to get out of LSU. Like, I mean, get out of Baton Rouge. Like the first round, you didn't pick us to win. So why the fuck would we let you in the championship game here? Fuck you. Like, you're not going to be in our in our shit. She went to Iowa. She made a connection with Iowa, probably. She's probably seen them a couple of times this year. I don't know. Is she from Iowa? I don't know. Is don't that why she's at the game? I, I, I don't know. Let me but, check. Yeah. But either way, it's like, uh, I don't know. But I love what Caitlin Clark said. Like, her energy afterwards was like, yo, like, I love that shit. Like, I don't really give a fuck. Like, she stood up and was like, I'm for it all. Like, this, yeah. this is doing great for the sport. What did this do for the sport? This... Sport, <laughs> this game brought in 9.9 million views, most ever. The most ever you would ever see in a game, right? People are calling it, I'm seeing the conspiracy theories come out 
that bad guy, good guy is starting is what they're trying to go after, right? But I don't see it any other way. I see that as they're propelling the sport. They've brought media attention to the sport. There were people that I was like, they're like, oh no, I'm watching this game. Like, this is a game you need to watch. You saw ESPN tweeting about this is the game you need to watch. If I went online and Googled NCAA basketball tournament, the first thing coming up was women's over the men's. Like I like yeah, I was yeah. searching, I would have to type in men's yeah. basketball tournament in order to get like let me look at the schedule, see who's up next. Cause it was just all about the women's. They were more concerned about let me watch the women's one. Yeah. I think this does amazing for the sport. I think more people are excited for next year because they're both coming back. Yeah, exactly. Year, what is next year like? Again, people are conspiracy about they're trying to get their money. Like she already has, um, like Angel already has like three hundred thousand um dollars in NIL deal. She's going to make. They're both going to make more than they will in the in the league. Yeah, exactly. Like, this only helps propel. Not even for them. When they get to the the next level, like they probably won't make that much money. But it's for the generations that come. They were just going to boost it up and bring it up just the same way, you know, Michael Jordan and all of them did for the for the league and making yeah. the league minimum go up. They're doing the same thing. What I want to ask you, um, uh, what was oh, – I just had it. I feel what it was. Uh, I fucking forget. Um, well, Jill Biden from Jersey, actually. I can't believe we forgot that. Um, Jill Biden. Jill is? Yeah. I know Joe's from Delaware, but I didn't know his wife was from um, – from Jersey. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Whatever. Not that. from Iowa, but um, exactly. No, I. You're right, and you know this was. I mean, honestly, the whole tournament was the Caitlin Clark show, and yeah. what's unfortunate to me about this is that this took precedent of the game, <clears throat> and there's that old saying that no press is bad press, right? But this is a little bit different, I think. This is like a shame that, I mean, if you kind of asked me like right now what the score was, I probably couldn't even tell you. Again, I know LSU throttled them. But this was Caitlin Clark, who, like you just said, is the Steph Curry of women's college basketball right now, of probably all women's basketball. I mean, I could name Caitlin Clark and what she did in this tournament before I can probably name any WNBA player right now. Um, and now the same goes with Angel Reese. And it's no disrespect to the WNBA. It's just about what they did in this game and what they've done throughout the tournament. Um, you know, we're kind of we, – we should be talking about the games like a whole and the ratings that it got. I think it got more views than the NBA All-Star game did. So, again, that's really fucking cool to see. And you're right. Next year I'm excited to see what those two and their teams do. Yeah. Fuck – you got to think they're on the collision course to rematch. I mean, I know you got um, – Philly's own Dawn Staley down in South Carolina. UConn's always a powerhouse. Carolina's good. But fuck, I mean, you know that people are going to be paying attention to LSU and Iowa for sure. Miami. Yeah. Oh, so so the question I had was, I the, the the thing I'm starting to see from like, so my Twitter is Black Twitter. So what I'm seeing from Black Twitter is everyone tired of her speaking at this point, though. Like Angel. Like, uh, yeah. Yep. She's been on a thousand podcasts. She's been on the news. She's meeting up with every person. I have no problem with you meeting up with, with superstars, right? Famous people. Go ahead. Get the sport out there. Get more eyes on it. I have yeah. no problem with that. But she's like immediately, like it was like almost the next day she was on I Am Athlete, right? Like I was like, all right, like, cool. Like get it out there, stuff like that. But she doubled down. She's like, we're not going to the White House. Like I, I will look yeah. to the Obamas. The next day she's like, we're going to the White House. So it's like, all yeah. right, like yeah. you, you don't have the media train. Like, all right, that's it. That's enough. Like we're over it. Like, celebrate, do your celebrating, be out there. No more interviews. Like, I'm done. Like, I've done enough interviews. We put it out. She, Everyone's like, she's turning into, um, 
is it uh Shikari Richardson? Uh, the track to track. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. She just was talking too much and it fucked her career up a little bit. Now she's coming back and she's doing big things. Do you watch um track by any chance? A little bit, yeah. So I'm our family, you know, my family's big in track, so we watch track all the time. Like we're everywhere. Like the best thing I can tell you around here, if you being from Philly, you need to experience the pen relays. That's one of the best yeah, yeah. things you'll ever experience in your life. But it's similar to her, like how she just was doing so much talking that everyone's like, all right, that's enough. No, no more talking. Don't ruin your pu- your pu- your public image. Like you already have the hate on you. Like it's enough. Get yeah. back to the ball now. Not shut up and dribble, but get back to the ball. You told your story. You told your side of things. Caitlin has done like what one interview. Like that. Yeah. That's it. Like we don't need any more. That's yeah. No. 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 I think I'm with you, and that's what I kind of like. That was my own personal opinion on it. it. Was like, and I thought it was ridiculous that people were calling her classless for it but then the more she just kept talking and talking and talking it's like now again as i kind of just said like now it's not even about you winning a national championship now it's not about your team doing something you know pulling off a couple of upsets along the way uh legendary head coach that you have there like now it's not even about that now you're just the making it, made it that way now though huh the media tainted that instead of being about ball the media changed it to right the issues right. to speak on but you're right but and again, it's it's easier said than done. Yeah. But when you're in that limelight, like just say like, yeah, you know what? I was pissed about it. Yeah. But you, yeah, we're gonna go to the White House. Like talk about like you just said, get back to ball now. Because yeah. now you're just you're talking and talking. Like it's it already got played out. What two days later, if that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. like went from everyone on her side. Well, you know what I mean. To yeah. even people on her side being like, just stop at this. Yeah, point. we're good. We're good off it. Yeah. We, we understand. Um, yeah, but I'm excited for next year. Like, like let, let, let's see where this goes. I, I'm glad that they get to come back another year in college ball for sure. Yeah. And that's it. I think that's even what she said. Um, was like I can make more in NIL than I can yeah. in the WNBA, and I mean that's what it's there for, right? Is to yeah. make money. So go get it. it. It works. It works in their favor, especially women's basketball. Yeah. Um, moving to I would say the, the the last segment, the the news of the week. Um, Odell signing with uh the Ravens. Now, I was at the gym and we were talking, I was talking to somebody like, do you think Lamar's going to sign this before the news was out there? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the fuck else is out there for him. Like, it has to be something behind the scenes that we just don't know yet. And it seems like this was it. It seems like he was like, the only way I could stay is if I get more weapons. Like, yeah. it, it, that's what I'm, that's why again, I'm just, again, this hasn't come out yet, but I feel like you're seeing him on FaceTime with Odell. Like, you're seeing him like, He's always just had Andrews, the tight end. He 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 finally gets more weapons. Like he's like that's probably what he was saying to them. Like, cool, like maybe if I don't get more money, you gotta bring some guys in. Free agency, something, trade, get me my guys so that it's just not all on me. I need some support around me. Um, what were your thoughts when you saw that? A complete Hail Mary by the Ravens. I mean, this this was like last ditch effort. Let's go overpay for a wide receiver who was top ten at one point, coming off an ACL tear. And, you know, we talked about it during the NFL season. was kind of like – I have one I have one question, though. Okay. This is Odell. Usually we hit 30, right? He's 30. You're like, fuck, like this is old. You're getting old now with your injuries, yeah. everything you had. He's coming off of a full year out. Like he didn't play all last year. He's coming off of really missing a lot of games because of being hurt and having to rehabilitate himself to come back. He's now he broke the bank. I'm surprised he's he's number one wide receiver there. That's why he broke the bank. He's number one. He's wide receiver one now. I think he's healthy as fuck. But 
it's it's just the I think everyone wants him to succeed, but everyone has their eye on him like fuck, like you're 30, bro, and you've been injured. What's that look like? No, yeah, no, and that's what I mean. Like, I think in this case, his name is bigger than what he probably is today. He's the Odell catch. To his credit, before he tore his ACL, very unfortunately, he was tearing it up in the Super Bowl. I mean, the Bengals couldn't cover him. But I don't care how old you are. Those ACL tears are tough to come back from, even in today's today's day and age. And you're right. he's He's had that year off, which benefit, yeah, but also, I mean, that first hit, got to shake those cobwebs out. What's that going to be like? And they paid him like a top 10, top eight receiver in the league. He's not. And it's great as a Ravens fan. Like we had like, like Vaughn was over the moon about it. Yeah. And I probably would be too, because up to that point, my top receiver is what? Rashad Bateman? Fuck. Yeah. We get Odell, but I mean, I'm looking around, bro, like, look at our division already. And the receivers that I'd rather have over him, A.J. Brown, C.D. Lamb, Devontae Smith, Terry McLaurin, um, probably no one on the Giants. So he's maybe the fifth best receiver in the NFC East alone. So, no, he's definitely not a top 10 receiver. I'd have to look it up. I don't know if he'd be a top 15 even, but it's a, it's a Hail Mary. If you're the Ravens, you're right. You needed to get him a weapon. Yeah. And you, you got one of his boys. So I can't hate the move. Yeah. But now it's, it's like it's such a it's such an out of nowhere like that shit came out of nowhere. I'm a, I'm I want to see what Lamar does. I want to see if Lamar's like you know what? I want my pay pay me. He might go for franchise tag and just say you know what? I, go might, my, yeah. I might just go my year contract whatever franchise tag me. Give me my my average mini uh medium and let me just keep pushing. Go get more weapons. Go 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 draft. Go trade. Do what you gotta do. Because again, you have to remember the Ravens were in the playoffs. Like, oh, yeah. if, if Lamar plays, they may beat Cincinnati. Like, yeah, that's still a possibility with the team that they've had. And, like, put those guys around Lamar. Let's see what the fuck ends up. Let's see if it, it turns into what Philly was, you know? Like, let, let's see what that looks like. I got to remind me, I had a, my neighbor took a crazy take on the Eagles, so I want to see what you think. Um, but I'm excited to see the Ravens play. Like, I'm, yeah, I, it's just been, I thought we felt bad for Lamar. So, hey, Lamar, no more, no more excuses if you get some more weapons, baby. Yeah, and again, listen, I'm still going to give him the excuse because, again, Odell's not, you know, yeah. whatever. But um, <clears throat> this is interesting now because what I kept hearing and what we kind of keep seeing is our team's going to be waiting until after the draft to make that move to even inquire about Lamar. Like, are we going to see how these the C.J. Strouds, the Bryce Young, um, you know, all these other guys, the Will Levises, the Anthony Richardsons, like where are they going to fall out? Let's just say the Falcons don't get one of them in the draft. Like, let's say their plan is to trade up to the Cardinals at three and get one of those top three guys. And let's say that doesn't happen. Now are they all in on Lamar where they haven't been? So that's going to be interesting, too. No, nah, I'm sorry. When, when, it comes to, when it comes to drafting a quarterback, I'll take a, a three-year or four-year. Wide receiver, uh, you could play the gambit. Like, you know what I mean? It's different speed for the quarterback position. But this is definitely, yo, who's to say Lamar doesn't go, yeah. fuck it, franchise me, I'll play, yeah. Odell, let's ball out, and then let's go somewhere. That's true. That's true. Um, so what my neighbor did, quick quick before we, we ended here, he um he said, uh, I haven't been able to talk to him after the loss, after the Eagles loss, right? Is uh, he an Eagles fan? Oh, yeah. Nah, he's, from, he's like one of those guys, like 
South Philly. He's one of those born and bred guys. I actually learned some dope about Char- uh, Lucky Charlie's. I'll talk to you off air about that. Um, oh, I actually working at, at the ballet. I saw your um, strength, strength conditioning coordinator, the guy that goes off on the sidelines. You know, the, the white mm-hmm. dude that's like pretty de- – he was at LA before he was at year. He was there. He pulled up. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, yeah, I don't like the Eagles, bro, but I like your your little YouTube thing you did with Kevin Hart. He started dying laughing. Yeah. Um, but he said in by 2030, you guys should have a minimum of three Super Bowl wins. By 2030? So in six years, he wants half? Yeah. he Or, or be at three, win two. Um, don't be, don't be, um, like your little bitch. Like, uh, I don't want to say it. Like, be for real. What you thinking? Don't disrespect me on the pod. <laughs> what I'm going to say is a little like humble. Don't be humble. That is a typical Philly, like, and that's an any fan take. And okay. it's hard not to come off of this season and see yeah. Jalen Hurts established as a franchise guy. And again, all these dudes that you have locked up, like you have your core locked up on offense for years. Yeah. Um, again, you have two first round picks this year. Three's three. I mean, that's a fucking, that's a lot. Yeah. That's, that's a lot. I mean, that's Patriots dynasty. Exactly. I mean, we talk about how hard it is just to get back at all. I said it to him. I told him, I said, you've been spoiled. The me- Everyone's spoiled thinking that they could be what Bel- Belichick did and what Mahomes is doing. Like, that's not common, bro. No, no, it's <laughs> not common. And again, it's easy to say. It is so much easier to say when you're fully bought in on Jalen Hurts for what he did this year, for how he acts. I mean, the dude's in the building every day now, like wanting to get better, and you have the weapons. And I would say within the next three years, I need one. One. I to need, be back or win one? I need to win. No, fuck, fuck the second <laughs> place. I'm done with second place forever. Okay. Second place means nothing. <laughs> okay. I need to win one in the next three years. I, I give you that. Okay. Need Okay. It. But um, to win half, yeah. to win half <laughs> in the next six years, look, fuck, that'd be incredible. But I don't know yeah. about all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, with this draft picks that you guys have, do you trade one away for later on picks? That's such an Eagles move. Okay. And this is what's interesting because that running back from Texas, B. John Robinson. I, I hear mean, you guys he was, talking about him. I, I hope he does not go to you guys. They're in love with him. I would yeah, say this, Cowboys. that is such an opposite of what the Eagles do. I mean, we just signed Rashad Penny to a one, two-year deal to probably be our starting running back. I can see that. What I think, what I think the Eagles will do is, yeah, probably trade back and get that tackle from Northwestern, or you know, I don't even fucking know, um, get an edge rusher at maybe yeah. like fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. You're right. Get another second round next year or this year. But someone brought up an interesting point. You see the talent that you have now. It would be different if at that 10th pick, that's your only first rounder. Like, you do have another one. Mm-hmm. Maybe you just say, fuck it. Go get arguably the most talented dude in the draft, one of the best running back prospects that we've seen in many years. Mm-hmm. Put him with Jalen Hurts for the next four years mm-hmm. and have probably, the, I mean, they're already one of the best offenses in the league. Add yeah. that dude, they're the best offense in the league. Yeah. Add him behind the best offensive line in the league with a quarterback that you have to account for taking that ball every single time and running it himself. Mm-hmm. And there's an argument to be made, and I was against it, but I'm starting to be talked in, in on it a little bit more. But I can yeah. see them just trading back. 
if you go back and you watch the the running back from Texas, like I love him. Like I hope he's still there for the Cowboys. I hope the Cowboys make some moves to go get him. I would love to have him and Pollard there because no matter what, Pollard's going to age and this guy can step right in. It's the same thing with Zeke and Pollard was just reverse roles. Him at Texas was a fucking animal. Texas was expected to be, you know, top ranked all year long. It just didn't go their way. But he is an animal at Texas. Like if you love, if you know college ball, you know who this kid is. Like he's he's one of those. So I hope he doesn't. You guys don't go. <laughs> it's going to be interesting because I think there's yeah. a chance. I would. I'm in love with that Bama running back, Jameer Gibbs. I oh think really? Get him later in the first, like at yeah. that thirty spot, or even in the second round. I think what he can do, his versatility is like Kamara type. But yeah, yeah. fuck again, if Bijan's there, you have that 30th pick to kind of yeah. get that O-line depth or that D-line depth. There's going to be yeah. talent there. I don't know. Maybe you just say fuck it and you go get the dude. Hopefully. All right. We'll, we'll see. We'll see when draft night happens. Hopefully that doesn't happen for us because the NFC East is going <laughs> to be a fucking monster if that, that happens. But uh, any last words, brother? No. Nah, no, nah, I think we're good. I know we got uh, – Got Vaughn on next week to talk some ball. Uh, playoffs start this weekend. Sixers, Nets. I think Sixers are the first game on yeah. Saturday. So uh, yeah. that should be an easy sweep. But I know we'll dive into that more next week. Of course. Yeah. Save it. We'll save it all for next week. And Vaughn's a uh, Ravens fan. So we hear the yeah, ideas that he that, might yeah. be hearing uh, from, from around his Ravens Twitter that he might be following. Um, hey, guys, support the trust. Support the podcast on all of your, your – anywhere you can get it from, the YouTube, um, Instagram, at we trust underscore podcast. Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, um, and Amazon Music as well. Uh, follow Liam on the Instagram at Liam Stokes Eleven. Trust.